It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great pleasure to be with you today. Join us during the week on Fox Business Network, FBN. Name of the show is Kudlow. 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And if you can't make it at 4, just text your favorite 9-year-old and she'll show you how to DVR the show. And here on the radio, you can get us on the Internet. Live stream us on the Internet, LarryKudlowShow.com. LarryKudlowShow.com, broadcasting throughout the country, around the world, throughout the solar system, including the Milky Way, whatever that is. We're going to talk stocks. Oh, my gosh. The Dow Jones up 1,057 points for the week. 1,057 points for the week. And I believe it's a new record high, 37,305.16. And the other indexes had huge gains also, three, almost 3% for the NASDAQ, 2.5% for the S&P 500. Small cap stocks took off. The S&P 600 up 7%. The Russell 2000 up 5.5%. A big week, and it's been a big bunch of weeks for stocks. The Cudlow Trust is doing very well. And why is it doing well? Because the Cuddle Trust is always long the S&P index. It does not try to actively manage it. It just stays there. And it pays off over time, as my former Princeton professor, Bert Malkiel, has argued for 50 years. Anyway, let's talk about this business of the rally in stocks. We've got Nancy Tengler, CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Laffer Tengler Investments. Her book is The Women's Guide to Successful Investing. And we have Pete Najarian, co-founder of Market Rebellion and Option Monster. So you guys may not agree with this. I understand. But we had Kevin O'Leary. Mr. Wonderful was on the TV show yesterday. And he said, you can't out-time the market. Who would have thought we'd have had a rally like we've had? I mean, maybe some people, yes. Other people, no. Who would have thought we'd be up a 1000 bucks? Who would have thought that the Federal Reserve was going to throw in the towel and say, well, it's okay, we've just triumphed over inflation and we're going to cut interest rates three times next year, four times next year. And then the market says, no, you're going to cut it seven times next year. I don't know. It's all crazy stuff. All I know is we just did very well the last few weeks. So I'll go to Nancy Tengler first. I don't like to time the market, Nancy. I don't. You can have, you know, you bat an eye and you miss a thousand points. If you took a snooze, if you took a snooze, if you went to the restroom, you miss a thousand points. I mean, come on. It's unbelievable. Well, um, yeah, so I actually write about that in my book, Larry. Thanks for mentioning it. Um, it's time in the market, not timing the market. Couldn't agree more. Um, I think, you know, we wrote a piece, and I talked about it on your show in early November, that we thought we were going to see a rally, and that wasn't that original. But um, we got one, and, the you know, the, the big rally came in the NASDAQ, and, you know, we're, we're overweight technology. Um, but I, I will take exception with, indexing even though i know i know that about you and we've talked about it in the past 
I think you can add value above the index. And I think this is one of those environments where owning the right stocks is going to matter a whole heap. Um, our equity strategies are all outperforming their, their benchmarks dramatically. And um, that, that's not always the case, to be sure. But um, investing is about being mostly right, which used to frustrate the hell out of the engineers I manage money for at Bechtel. They go, hey, we can't build a bridge by being almost mostly right. Nancy, but, um, and- Nancy, when I was a child, when, when I was a child, I went to work for Ronald Reagan. I was his OMB budget deputy, okay? I was, I was 13 years old. <laughs> that was, I wasn't born. That was, let me see, 1980. So uh, 20 years to 2000. So that's 40, over 40 years ago. The, mm-hmm. the Dow was slightly under 1,000. Okay, 1,000. Oh, yeah. So if I had the wherewithal... To own the S and P five hundred, it would be forty seven nineteen. The Dow is thirty seven thousand three hundred five. Thirty. <laughs> I don't even know how many. I don't know, Pete and Jerry. Maybe you know how 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 many times is that increase from from under a thousand to thirty seven thousand? What is that? Yeah. Huh? That, that- that's a big number, Larry. That's it, it, all we have to say. That's right. That's a big number. I'm just saying. Throw I mean, out your HP 12C. It, it's, <laughs> this is so. It's so good that all the money that we mm-hmm. had to spend and lose and dip into our savings to work in the government for Trump for three years, we're almost back to even on that because of the <laughs> stock market. All right, and, and I'm and I'm not a bull because I'm not a Biden guy. And I don't know what the Fed is doing half the time nowadays. It's so it's so crazy. All I know is we held on to the index and look at it. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I I know you could add value. Uh, and I know some managers are smarter than others. I get all that. But I got to tell you, you bat an eye and you missed a thousand points this week. I mean, it's really something. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah. Jump in, Pete. Hey. Come on. You, well, you've been at this for a long time also. Yeah, I, I have. And, and generally, you know, guys, um, I agree with everything you're talking about, uh, although I do tend to be far more of a trader than, than what you guys are, are discussing. Although, you know, from an investment standpoint, um, you know, I just have to read what's in front of us. And, and that gives me the best view of the markets. And what I mean by that is we've been hearing from Powell for quite a long time, guys, and we know essentially what exactly he's going to be doing in every single all you've got to do is look at that cme tool of of this whole thing and you can figure out okay 98 percent chance we were going to pause again and i think when you look at what the fed has been doing and the transparency that he has given us uh you know you can look at that inflation data and, and you look and you see it coming down from nine percent all the way down to three percent the goal of two percent is not that far away now so there's a lot of different elements to that whole thing that gives you other areas within the market. I agree with you guys on the S&P. And by the way, I would tell you, in the, in the derivatives markets where I spend my time, there is massive option trading within the spiders. And mm. it's been bullish for a while. And as a matter of fact, since de- December 1st, they have been going absolutely crazy in there. And, and the derivatives markets, guys, just, just so everybody understands, the option markets, in other words, that I'm, that I'm talking about here, the volumes used to be, it was 20 million per day back in 2018. 2022, we were 41 million. This year, we're averaging 44 million. And this week, we had two days over 55 million contracts. One of those days was 70 million. So mm-hmm. 
that is where people are. And it's because if you go back to the financial crisis, where do you get leverage? Because they removed leverage. Well, you get leverage in the derivatives markets. And it has been massive, and it's been very telling in terms of where do we want to look? You look at places like the SMH. Now, the spider is great, but you look at something like the semiconductor index, take a look at what that performance looks like just year to date. <laughs> You'll yeah. be shocked because you probably don't even realize. I mean, a lot of people don't, but you know, everybody wants to go to the triple Qs because of the Magnificent Seven and everything else, and that's 43% of the triple Qs. The SMH has been absolutely rocking. And, and, and now, this past week, we were seeing a lot going on in the transportation world because of what's going on with, with crude. And take a look at something like, you know, another ETF, but JET, J-E-T-S, had another great week. And, and it's, there's just a lot of reason. I think the read-through gives us the opportunity. We can still be long the spiders. We can still be long the Dow. We can still be long other things. But there are specific areas that I think at times do give you well, a better bang for your buck, like the financials did this past week. Well, okay. So this, mm-hmm. uh, in my sheets, the SOX index, is, mm-hmm. that, is that close to what you're talking about? It's, it's very sim- similar, right. yes. So yep. the SOX index was up 9.1%. And for the year to date, it's up 62.6%, which is unbelievable. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm looking also, ho- home builders, despite mortgage rates, yeah. Home builders mm-hmm. last week, well, mortgage rates have come down, but they're up mm-hmm. 71% for the year, which is unbelievable. Now, you mentioned energy, Pete. Uh, mm-hmm. Not so. Now, energy, you know, Brent crude 76.80. All right, so Brent was up 1.3%, but energy hasn't done well. It's down almost 11% this year uh, on Brent. Right. Crude, mm-hmm. uh, West Texas uh, also down 11%, so they're trading side by side. Now I'm looking at the banks. KBW Bank Index up 8% for the week. Still down for the year, but up 8%. So, okay, you can throw darts at a board. So some, mm-hmm. some circles will do better than others. But still, um, I don't know. I, I just think there's a, a lesson here. I don't want to put you guys out of business, but uh, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, you can't time it. You, it's really hard. Now, let me add, Nancy, uh, bond rates led the Fed. So the 10 year has been falling, uh, what, for a month now? Basically mm-hmm. from from five to four. It's actually under four. Uh, 391 as of the close yesterday. It got to, what, 505, 510? Now, mm-hmm. now that's, Nancy Tengler, that's um, – that's a hell of a move, and that preceded Jay Powell and all his malarkey on Wednesday. So, in a sense, that was the signal, wasn't it, for the stock market? Yeah, and I and I think also the dollar falling was was an, an indication. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have argued that 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 the market has stopped listening to the Fed, and I know there's been a lot of consternation that you know that there's seven cuts priced in versus what the <laughs> Fed uh, said in their step of three or the, and the dot plots. I mean, just go back and look at the dot plot from uh, September of 2020. And they had us at about 1% in Fed funds rate uh, currently, uh, 2% next year. So they're always wrong. And I think what I think Pete's absolutely right. The market has sniffed out that that inflation is declining. And yes, it is sticky. 
But, um, you know, the, the Fed's met metric, which is not the Larry Kudlow metric. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that didn't catch on. I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Only food and energy. But right. theirs is the core PCE deflator. Right. And it's, if you look at it three months backwards, annualized, it's at 2%. So I, I think what, what we heard was they're finally, you know, they're data dependent. They're looking backwards. The market already sort of figured that out. I mean, November was a hell of a year, right, for stocks. And, and then we've got December. So I, I think one of the things that people are also missing is that when rates come down, um, that is going to push uh, and historically has moved money out of money market funds and into equities. And we're just starting to see the equity flows pick up. So I, I'm not saying it's a moonshot from here. I think we get some volatility, but there are places to be. And, um, you know, just, just as an example, uh, to, to Pete's point, you don't have to own NVIDIA to have had enjoyable performance this year. We own what I call the poor man's NVIDIA, which is uh, Broadcom. It's up 110%. Mm. So the, the, the indexes that you both cited were pulled down by Intel and Texas Instruments, among others. Well, Intel is a terrible in- company. That, it's a terrible company. It <laughs> yeah, is. It's I an mean, awful company. That guy running is... Broadcom's a good company. NVIDIA is a good... By the way, Jim Cramer, my pal Jim Cramer's dog is named NVIDIA. <laughs> I just want to put that in there. That's great. But into Intel, that guy's running into the ground. It's a stupid company. But I yeah, want to just say one point. thing. Before we take a break, uh, I, I know the inflation rate has come down, but the level of prices... Absolutely. All right. The CPI is up 16.7% uh, since February of 2021. Uh, groceries, food at home is up 20%. Energy is overall up 29.9, call it 30%. And gasoline, which is down at the pump, uh, let's say from five bucks to almost three bucks, but it's still up 34%. I mean, three Christmases ago, uh, gasoline was under $2. So I'm just saying, I, look at. And donuts. All right. So you're listening to the show. I'm glad you're listening to the show. I, I need every viewer I can get on Saturday, particularly during the holidays, every listener. But it's true. It's true. Our producer, Kevin Drosh, by, he know, I called him last night to say I'd be in studio broadcasting today. So we went out. We have a Dunkin' Donuts drill. He went out and gets a big box of donuts and a big pot of coffee so we could all, everybody on the weekend shift. A year ago, it was 60 bucks. Today it was seventy five, okay, oh. seventy five. That's twenty five percent increase in uh, Dunkin' Donuts. So I don't know why the Fed feels like it has to start easing here, based on some academic theory uh, or the year to year change in the inflation rate, which means nothing to ordinary people because they pay right. individual prices. I mean, it's a serious question. I got to take a break. We'll take a break and come back. I just. I mean, it's almost like the Fed is panicking. I mean, the market may be panicking, but the Fed is panicking. And I don't know why the Fed is panicking. So we'll come back and revisit that. We have Nancy Tangler, Laffer Tangler Investments, and her book is called The Women's Guide to Successful Investing. And uh, my old pal, Pete Najarian, co-founder of Market uh, Rebellion and Option Monster uh, from CNBC days. I'm still Cudlow and I, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee is fine, by the way. I'm not knocking the coffee. I'm just saying up 25%. You got to ask how good is it really? We'll be right back. After. This is the Larry Cudlow show.
Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. So we had so much fun in the uh, elongated first part. We only have two minutes with Nancy Tengler and Pete Nigeria. Let's give uh, from here, Nancy. Give me a minute. And Pete and Jerry are the same. From here, what do we do? Um, <laughs> pray. Uh, I think. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I think a couple of things. I mean, I, one of the things that's coming back, and I'll be very quick so Pete can can opine, is that uh, share buybacks are back, and uh, you know, corporate pension plans are having insatiable appetite for bonds. The, the companies are using them to buy share buybacks. Watch companies that are are buying back shares because putting a floor below the price. It was that way in 2021. It's likely to be the case in 2022. Um, I'm done. All right. That's interesting. Interesting point. Pete, what do you got? Well, I think when when we talk about rates and we talk about lower rates, one of the things that stands out for me, look at the move we've had out of Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley. And why is that? Well, because they make more money on deposits and the deal pipeline looks like it's going to really start to, uh, I think, accelerate. So because of that, the financing costs will, will be a little bit on the decline and borrowing money. This puts them in a very, very solid space, which is why I think Morgan Stanley, you look at the week, 82 to 92, Goldman Sachs, 350 to 380. That's why those stocks are moving in that direction, and I think that continues. Interesting. Did low rates take the regional banks off the hook? I think it certainly helped. Easier. That's one thing that, and we've all forgotten about March already, right, of last year yeah. where we had the regional banking crisis. But, uh, you know, I haven't, you haven't, I know Nancy hasn't. So uh, it's something you always want to have at the back of your mind. But I think their position's much better now. Pete Najarian, yeah. Market Rebellion and Option Monster, Nancy Tengler of Laffer Tengler Investments. Thanks, kids. Both of you, terrific stuff. Folks, a brief break. We're going to come back and do some money in politics with Monica Crowley and Steve Moore. I'm Kudlow. Please stick with us.